Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hi, everyone. This is John Shea of the San Francisco Chronicle, and welcome to the Giant Splash podcast. We've got Buster Posey from his news-breaking conference with reporters explaining why he's opting out on the 2020 baseball season, along with thoughts from President of Baseball Operations Farhan Zaidi and Manager Gabe Kaplan. All right. Good morning, everybody. Thank you all for, for joining on this Zoom call this morning. Um, we've got Buster Posey, Farhan Zaidi, and Gabe Kapler. Um, on the call, and each of them are just going to say a few words, and then we will open it up to questions. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to Buster. Thanks, Matt. Um, thanks for uh, everybody being on this call. So I know it's been mentioned um, how I've missed several practices over the last week, and I want to address that. Um, a week ago today, identical twin girls were born that my wife and I are adopting, and the adoption actually became official yesterday afternoon and my wife, myself, and our older children are just um, <clears throat> overwhelmed with joy to welcome them to our family, to love them unconditionally, um, and just, just share life with them. Um, the twins were born prematurely. Um, thank God they are doing really well, um, but they're going to have to be in the NICU for quite some time. Um, and after much discussion with my wife and doctors, and a decision that I've wrestled with um, quite a bit um, since I knew that this adoption was on the table, um, I've decided to opt out of the 2020 baseball season. We feel this is the best decision for these babies and, and for our family as well. And uh, having said that, I'll, I'll, I'll turn it over to Farhan and Gabe. Thanks, Buster. Um, uh, obviously, uh, you know, on behalf of the entire Giants family and organization, we, you know, want to congratulate you and your family um, and say we wholeheartedly support your decision. You know, personally, uh, people may not know this, but uh, Buster was incredibly supportive of me in my first year with the Giants organization, had a lot of conversations with him and um, made the transition for me a lot easier. So never had a chance to publicly thank him for that. And uh, I want to do that now. So. I know I speak for, uh, on behalf of a lot of people in the Giants family when I say we support you, we're really gonna miss you. And uh, in the theme of family, as we were talking about earlier, it's my son's first birthday today. Um, his one wish was to crash this phone call and uh, he has a little uh, sign that he made for you. So um, don't forget the parenthetical uh, statement there at the bottom. He really wants to get his jersey signed next year. So. <laughs> We love you guys and, and congratulations and uh, we'll miss you and we look forward to having you back next year. Thank you. Cap? Yeah, so I just want to kind of, uh, well, tough to, to follow Farhan there, but uh, just wanted to reiterate Farhan's statement uh, of support for Buster. Um, you know, when, when I was hired also, there was one player at the opening press conference and that was Buster, right? He, he just is supportive and thoughtful 
and caring. And it is an absolute honor to be able to return that support and say that I think Buster's making an incredible and thoughtful decision for him and his family and, and the one that makes the most sense. And I'm, I'm actually proud to be here on this call listening and supporting today. All right. Thank you guys. So um, the way this will work is Buster will take questions and then um, he'll hop off. So any questions for Buster, let's get them done um, first. And then Farhan and Gabe will stay on to answer any questions. Okay, first question goes to Henry Schulman. Henry, you're unmuted. Uh, good morning, Buster, and congratulations. When did this, uh, you know, when did you first, uh, you know, learn that you were going to have these adopted children and knowing the timing of when they were going to be born, was it always in the back of your mind that it, it might be difficult for you to, to play this season and how much of this uh, is based on the health concerns of, of you being with the babies while playing during the, you know, the pandemic? Okay, I'll try to answer all that. And if I miss it, um, just remind me of, of one of them. Uh, probably we were matched with the birth mother a couple of months ago. So it's been on my radar for a while. And yeah, it definitely is, has always been in the back of my mind. I think so just to give a little bit of background here, uh, adoption has been something that we've, we've been trying to do now for a few years. And anybody who has tried to adopt before knows that it's, it's, it's quite the roller coaster and uh, actually had, have had a couple that didn't work out. One where we actually had the baby for the, a few days and um, the, the family changed their mind. And so having said that, that we, I knew about it for a couple of months, I was also cautiously optimistic that it would actually go through having some of the previous experiences. Um, it just so happened <laughs> that the timing of their birth was the exact same day um, of our first workout. And, you know, I, again, before I forget to do it, I, I do want to, to just thank Farhan and thank Kapler for their support in this decision. I ultimately would still make the decision, the same decision, no matter whether I had the support or not. But um, it's certainly nice to have the leaders of the organization uh, back me in my decision and, and, and a couple of guys that are, are family men themselves. I think to answer the other part of your question about how much did it factor in for me getting the virus? Um, yes, uh, that, that was a, was a factor for me. I mean, Henry, I can't sit here and tell you that I know what the right answer is to this or the wrong answer to this, but after weighing it for a long time, talking to, to doctors, um, just feel like in the current state that, that we are right now, and, and these babies being as, as fragile as they are for the next, you know, four months at minimum, this ultimately wasn't that difficult a decision for me. From a baseball standpoint, it was a tough decision. From a family standpoint and feeling like I'm making a decision to protect children, our, our children, I think it, it was relatively easy. I haven't said that again. I'm, going on, I'm rambling a little bit here. I completely understand that not playing baseball doesn't wholly eliminate the risk of contracting the virus. But I do think it eliminates it to a certain degree, um, one that it makes myself and my wife feel more comfortable um, than we would otherwise. And, and really the, the decision came down to, uh, I might've talked about it 
you know, four or five days ago on the call, I came down to unknowns, you know, talking to different doctors. Um, there is no solid answers whether, you know, if the babies contract the virus, will it affect them immediately? Will it affect them um, in the long term? Um, unfortunately, there's just not data right now. This is so new um, that we just don't have those answers. And having said all that, that's, that's kind of like a, a, a rough synopsis of, of how I arrived at the, this decision. Okay, just a, a couple of quick follow-ups. Um, are, are they a, a boy and a girl, uh, two boys, two girls? Two girls. And uh, were they born here in the Bay Area? I'm going to keep I'm going to keep that stuff private just for the sake of them and, and everybody involved. Okay. And then one last thing, just to follow up, uh, you said uh, you mentioned four months. Is that the expected time that they'd be in the NICU? No, that's not the expected time. I, I, I just referenced four months because most babies, from what I've learned, the first two months of life, their immune systems are, are pretty uh, weak and compromised. Right. Um, but for, for premature babies, you can extend that another two months. Right. A next question to Carrie Crowley. Carrie? Hi, Buster. Uh, congratulations to you and your family. Um, I, I'm curious, you've spent most of your career uh, champion, championing the cause of childhood cancer and raising money for childhood cancer. And I'm wondering if you've had um, a similar passion for you know, finding homes for adopted children and where you and your wife um, Kind of, kind of found this uh, this opportunity and the, and the chance to make a difference in children's lives and, and how that started. Yeah, Carrie, I think I think the decision for us um, it really just boils down to our faith and that the you know the love that we feel for for God and then the love that He's <clears throat> bestowed upon us and I think a decision like this to adopt is 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 the fruit of that. You know, I I was joking with my wife the other day. I said, you know, we've we've been together since high school and was laughing like who would have ever thought, you know, at this point of our lives, this is, this is where we would be. And so it's, it's been, it's been great and, and loved every second of it. And as, as hard as this process has been, it's also been extremely rewarding. It's been uh, great conversations that I've had been able to have with my wife and our two older children. And yeah, I think, I think there's definitely a correlation between our, our, compassion or passion, however, whatever you want to say for, for children with childhood cancer. I think we feel, feel that about children in general, no matter uh, what the, you know, circumstances are. So um, where, where we go from here, as far as, um, you know, how we, we may help or facilitate uh, adoptions um, going forward, I think remains to be seen right now. We're, we're just, again, overwhelmed with joy that, we uh we in this place and have this opportunity thank you next question to amy gutierrez amy hey buster congratulations i just worked out so i'm not doing video <laughs> <laughs> congratulations oh, i'd love to know lee and addy's reaction and are you sharing the baby's names um, well lee and addy as you know them a little bit we're uh over the moon and uh, actually, you know, yesterday I mentioned it official yesterday afternoon. They had cut up a bunch of confetti and started throwing it over their head. <laughs> and uh, they, to say they were excited is, is definitely an understatement. And uh, the names are Ada and Libby. How do you spell them? A-D-A-L-I-B-B-I. 
Are those family names by any chance? They're not. Okay. Thanks, Buster. Congrats. Thank you. Okay, next question is Sean Cunningham. Uh, thank you. Congratulations, Buster. I just, my quick question just has to deal with uh, the team itself, just knowing the, what, the support from your teammates. Um, how was that over this past uh, week or so? And, and did you have a moment to actually um, address the team or anything like that before making this decision? And every everybody has been has been great. I mean, I, it's uh, I had an opportunity about a week ago to kind of tell them the situation. Um, again, as I mentioned before, the um, how adoption can change very quickly before it's finalized. Um, you know, I had had to be cautious there. I think for you know for myself and my family self being overconfident in the situation but the uh i have not had a chance to address them as a whole um since making this decision unfortunately you know part of this decision is not not being at the ballpark every day so it, it kind of defeats the purpose if i were to go to the ballpark and, and talk to them as a group um but I have told uh, some of the guys on the team personally and uh, you know, I actually spoke with with Cap about that the other day. That if he ever thinks it's appropriate for me to address the group as a whole, I'm more than happy to do that. Okay. Next question to Ann Killian. Ann. Hi, Buster. Congratulations. That's such great news. Thank you. Um, I'm just curious. You know, just in the bigger context of what's happening in baseball right now, you you had a what's kind of become for some of us, the line of the reopening, which is on your, on Saturday, you said, what are we doing? And I think that that's something that's kind of, everyone's kind of trying to figure out for their own. Does, does what you're going through, do you think it's just a showing that for every player, this is just such an individual decision and who is in your life, how many people you're talking to, whether it be your newborn infants or your elderly parents or whoever you want to have contact with. I mean, what, what can you kind of put your situation in, in a little bit of the bigger picture? Yeah, I think first I'd, I'd like to say, you know, the what are we doing part. I, I had a little bit of a fear when I said that, that it would be taken out of context. I don't want that to be taken out of context. Um, when I said that I was referencing, you know, us being on the phone call and looking at a screen and um, us, you know, some of us having masks on. And it was more, you know, a, a light and funny moment um, than anything. Uh, and then to get to your question about it being an individual decision, 100% it's an individual decision. I mean, I've, I've spoken with different guys across the league. And, you know, I, I think, I, to be honest with you, and, you know, full disclosure, I think that if these babies hadn't been born right now and weren't premature, I, I'd, I'd probably be playing this season. So, again, it's back to your your question or point I, I do think it's it's very much an individual decision because we're all trying to decipher information that's changing rapidly and you know that can be as baseball players we're so used to a schedule we're so used to that schedule coming out the fall or, or winter before and it being locked in and, and really not moving at all and this one certainly has has not that has not been the case next question to alex pavlik Alex. Hey, Buster. Uh, first of all, congratulations. Um, I know you, you mentioned that you had briefly talked to Gabe. Is your goal, I mean, once you get through all this, as they get into a season, to, to be involved in some way or, or to maybe be 
a sounding board for teammates or, or would you feel like that was out of out of place to be honest Alex we haven't we haven't even talked about that yet I mean it's something I'm completely open to but I would defer to uh to cap on that one there's a question from Anthony Flores Anthony yeah hey Buster just just wondering I know this has just happened but what do you think you're going to miss most as you're watching them out there on the field trying to play this season? I know this has just happened in all these thoughts, so I just kind of wonder what you think you're going to miss most about missing the baseball season. Yeah, uh, look, there's no question, um, especially once games start up, this is, this is going to be hard uh, for me. So I, I have had a little bit of time to think about that. And, and honestly, there's, as a baseball player, we're, we're kind of – I'm not sure if all professional athletes are wired the same way or not, but there's such a satisfaction in going out and trying to accomplish something with a group of guys that become your friends over the course of of a year or multiple years. And whether that, you know, that goal is reached or not by the end of it, there's satisfaction in knowing that you really put everything into it and, um, I think I'm going to miss that the most is is not not having that challenge of overcoming hurdles and obstacles and being able to celebrate the good times and being able to share some of the the down times. Um, but I'm definitely you know hopeful and, and know I'll I'll keep my my body in shape and be ready to go um, next year. John Shea. Yeah. Hey, Buster. Again, congratulations. Um, such a secondary question, baseball, how, how much might you monitor the team? How much might you be in communication with the guys? How much might you be available to young catchers? You know, in particular, Bard is fast emerging and they just drafted Bailey in the first round. Just, just your thoughts uh, as, you know, if the season does start and the Giants do play, how much um, of a relationship will you have with the team? Yeah, again, I mean, I think that's similar to what Alex asked me. Um, I, and I've, the way I've answered this before is, you know, I, I feel very lucky to have come into an organization where there was a catcher, you know, like Benji Molina that supported me and was there for me to, to bounce ideas off of, to watch, um, learn from. And, I, and I've always wanted to, at some point in my career, do the same. Um, so uh, definitely am available. Again, I'll defer to, to Cap on that one for, for what he thinks uh, makes the most sense. Next up is Henry Schulman. Uh, yeah, Buster, this question comes from my girlfriend who's a NICU nurse. So for the sake of uh, domestic tranquility, can you say uh, how premature the babies were? Um, they were born right at 32 weeks. Thank you. That looks like that's all the questions in the queue for, for Buster. So we can let him go. And um, thank you so much, Buster, for your time. Okay, thanks, guys. Appreciate the time. We'll have more of Farhan Zaidi and Gabe Kapler right after this quick break. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Okay, so now we can open it up to questions for Gabe or Farhan. First question to Henry Schulman. Henry. Uh, hi, Farhan. Um, just a, a couple of things. I mean, given, you know, what you knew the situation was, even back on Friday, were you kind of expecting this decision all along? And um, what are your thoughts on um, going forward at catching uh, uh, in-house versus going out? Buster is kind of, um, you know, uh, obviously, you know, balancing privacy for his family, but also you know, wanting to give us uh, some sense of what's happening because, you know, I think we feel like, uh, you know, the communication was, was really good on that front. So we've had, you know, some sense of this for, for a few days, like you mentioned, and it's just going to open up opportunity for all the catchers in camp. You know, there's, you know, Buster was obviously slated to be our starting catcher. There, there's more reps, there's more opportunity, and, and that goes for all the guys in camp. And, you know, we're going to have to, add a sixth catcher at some point here just to uh, be able to run our camp with all the pitchers. So um, we're, you know, either going to go internal or external, adding somebody, whether that's, you know, a short-term thing or somebody that we view as part of the longer-term picture or uh, competition to uh, play a bulk of games this year. It's just too soon to tell. But uh, I think we'll be reevaluating kind of both the options internally and externally in, in the next few days as we figure this out. Next question to Alex Pavlovic. Alex. Hey, Farhan. Um, I was wondering if you could, you know, Buster did say he would do whatever you guys wanted in terms of helping out. If, if you could speak to knowing his situation, um, maybe what you would hope from him or, or, or what you would allow from him. And, and then also just to follow up on Henry's question. I mean, the obvious second question for us is what does this mean for Joey Bart? And you guys have said you, you didn't think maybe it was best for him to start on opening day, but does this change that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think as accommodating as, as Buster is, we want to be careful to, you know, not take up too much of his time, especially, you know, in the next few weeks, uh, you know, his family is going to have their hands full. But uh, for us as a front office, being able to uh, get his counsel both on, you know, our personnel and, what we might look to do outside. That's something that we would value. And uh, I'm sure Cap feels the same way. I mean, obviously Buster is a tremendous leader in the clubhouse and has a really good feel of things there, but our, our priority is going to be to be respectful of his time and space. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think we want him as involved and, and as engaged as uh, his schedule and his situation allows. And as far as Joey goes, we talked about this. Um, this is a tough environment. Uh, to evaluate young position players that you maybe went into the situation thinking they needed more competitive reps at the upper levels, double AA, A, triple A, you know, we, we're having these workouts They're They're in live BP. A guy takes a good swing and hits a ball 430 feet. And uh, that's all well and good, but it's not really a substitute for getting the hundred, 200, 300 at bats that you might be getting in double A AA and triple A where you get a much better sense of whether a guy's, capable of handling, uh, you know, major league pitching on a day in day out basis. So, 
you know, that's kind of a more general statement about all the prospects we have in camp. It's great for them to have exposure to our coaching staff and to be at Oracle Park. Um, and certainly we're doing some evaluating there, but it's just not the same as uh, being able to see those guys perform at the upper levels, you know, as a way of just breaking down the door to the big leagues. So again, for Joey and for all the catchers in camp, it's certainly going to open up opportunity. It's hard to talk about specific timelines or exactly what that might mean at this point. Next question to Hannah Kaiser. Hannah. Hi, this is for, for both Farhan and Gabe. Um, you guys want to figure that out. Uh, so Buster gave you both a lot of credit for how supportive you were of his decision to opt out. And I'm curious sort of generally uh, at this stage when there's, you know, when everyone's kind of weighing, weighing their particular personal situation and their tolerance for risk. And we do have sort of so much uncertainty around the pandemic. How are you balancing being conscientious of that and like, you know, giving guys room to have these anxieties and potentially opt out with keeping morale high and keeping people sort of feeling like they're ready to play a baseball season as soon as like, what is it? Two weeks from now. Cap, why don't you go ahead? Thank you, Hannah, for that question. I think it's a, a really important one. I think right now um, we, we focus on any player that needs support. So obviously Buster, um, it's, a, it's a no brainer. We're just going to support wholeheartedly. He's got a situation that, you know, with premature adopted babies and, and, and that is a no brainer, but there are some situations that seem a, a little less clear. And in those situations, we just throw all of our support behind any player and, and make sure that they have a space to talk things through. Um, and I think that baseball in those kind of conversations just becomes secondary. Uh, we certainly keep, uh, a lot of energy in, in the stadium and we think about morale to your point, but, but before we do that, we, we focus on the health and the safety and, and ultimately the, the mental well being of our players so that we can create that, that um, some of, some of the heightened intensity in the ballpark. Next question is Sam Pasco. Sam. Hey, Farron, I just want to get your thoughts on Tyler Heineman. Gabe spoke, pretty highly of him yesterday. Do you see him as someone that could take over full time for Buster this year? Or are you still going to go with more of the kind of committee platoon approach throughout the 60 game season? Yeah, you know, obviously him and Rob Brantley have been in the com conversation uh, to be backing up Buster. And, uh, you know, like we were saying, there, there's going to be more opportunity there. You know, whether we ultimately decide it's a it's a timeshare or there's a starter and a backup you know we'll just have to see we just added Chadwick Trump also uh to the camp and, and he's taken some nice swings since coming in so um you know we've got you know at least in terms of those three guys that have sort of played in AAA in some of the big leagues uh you know you've got a left-handed bat a right-handed bat and a switch hitter so uh it could mean different configurations and um Again, I think we're still certainly open to looking outside the organization, um, you know, perhaps uh, for somebody with a little more experience, uh, especially if we think it'll help us early on in the season. But configuration of, of how those at-bats are, are going to get distributed uh, kind of still remains to be seen. We obviously still have some time to figure that out. Cap, I don't know if you want to add anything to that. No, I think that's I think that's spot on. Uh, just you know, take the next couple of days to to regroup and, and evaluate what we have. Um, yeah, I think you said everything necessary there. Next question to Henry Schulman. Henry, your line's open. 
Uh, thank you. This question is <clears throat> is for Gabe. Um, I mean, I think it's <clears throat> excuse me. It's uh, wonderful and very modern that uh, you know you guys support Buster like this. I'm just wondering on on just some personal level, you would look so so forward to having uh, to managing a team with Buster uh, on it. Um, you know, are, does that sort of maybe just boost the hope that everything in this country gets uh, all settled next year and that you could actually have him next year, uh, you know, under your wing? Definitely look forward to the opportunity to, to manage Buster. Um, no question about that. And I think maybe this is a good time to address um, the, the other topic about our ability to, to keep Buster involved. And when Buster's in the bullpen, working with our uh, catching coach, Craig Albernaz. He also is mindful of the young catchers that Farhan mentioned, um, Tyler Heineman, Rob Brantley, Chadwick Tromp, Pat Bailey, Joey Bart, to name a few. And when he speaks, the, the, the catching drill stops and everybody listens. And I think we would be foolish not to leverage that. To Farhan's point, we'll need to be very cognizant of, of respecting Buster's time and his space. But to the degree that he is willing to be involved, we can be creative in, in finding ways to involve him. That is my intention and my wish. I'm pretty confident based on my conversations with Buster that he will be willing and, and actually um, excited about participating and helping. And for that reason, Henry, I think there's gonna be a lot of relationship building that goes on between Buster and I before the start of next season. And while I definitely will look forward to working with him in 2021, I also feel confident that I'll be working with him in 2020. Next question to Alex Pavlovic. Alex? Hey Gabe, you've mentioned a few times over the last week how personal the decision is. And, and uh, I know Farhan had his son on this call. I was wondering for both of you, you're both fathers, if that maybe helped you understand over the last week and, and if that was part of your thinking as you understood what Buster was going through. Yeah, I, I put myself in Buster's position often over the course of the last week. And I think Buster said it perfectly. This is not, it's not a difficult one. And I think that a lot of people around baseball will, will say family first. And I think it's important that we, that we actually put that into action by, by throwing all of our support and making these decisions even easier for players because um, they know that they have the support of the leadership in the organization. Yeah, I, I would add to that. And, um, you know, obviously, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think it was kind of an, an, an obvious and, and easy call for Buster. And I think the fact that he, you know, took some time to think it through shows his dedication and loyalty to his teammates and, and how much he loves the game and loves to play. But, you know, more broadly, we talked about this is an individual decision. And so, you know, I don't even think it's fair to create some standards like, you know, if you have an X situation in terms of your family dynamic at home, you know, that warrants opting out. I mean, I, I think we have to support every individual's decision um, from a player and staff standpoint. I mean, I would add, uh, you know, I'm really encouraged by the environment that we've created at the ballpark. Uh, you know, the, the operations group, uh, everybody in the organization has, has done an incredible job creating an environment that 
you know, we feel is safe. I know MLB just released some numbers on, you know, the really low positive rates on tests done post intake. Um, and that speaks to the environments that, you know, have been created around the league and, and a credit to the players and staff that are, that are being really careful with everything. But, um, you know, as we've alluded to, you know, beyond the health environment in terms of, um, you know, limiting or completely eliminating infections, there is a mental health aspect to this. I mean, there, there is a higher level of anxiety than there would normally be. And I think with each passing day, people get increasingly comfortable because there is a new normal and there's been a lot of positivity in our camp. But that's something that we have to be mindful of as well. And, and Gabe spoke to it, just keeping the lines of communication open, supporting our players, our coaches, our staff, the guys in the clubhouse, making them feel heard as we go through all of this, I think is going to be vital to keeping things going and keeping everyone safe. Next question to Andrew Baggerly. Andrew? Uh, hi, Farhan. You mentioned, uh, I think, on the radio yesterday that Buster may not be the only player with young families in, in the boat of trying to decide whether to play or not. Um, obviously, you have to make preparations for the season. Um, do you have some clarity on that, or do you expect uh, other players may decide to opt out? I kind of made that comment generically. It wasn't kind of in reference to anybody else's situation. If I said it that way, I, I misspoke. So I uh, wasn't kind of speaking specifically to anybody else's. Okay, thanks for clarifying. Okay, well, that looks like that's all the questions in the queue. So um, that will conclude today's media availability. And thank you again, everyone, for, for hopping on this morning. Thanks for joining us on the Giant Splash podcast. Henry Shulman and I will continue providing you podcasts as we approach the scheduled 2020 season. So long, everybody.